Vince, the Steelers head into a crucial AFC matchup on Sunday night against the Buffalo Bills on the road, uh, even though in 2020 uh, the road games are nowhere near the what they usually are, but the Steelers still have to go on the road. And actually, they're traveling uh, today, which is Sunday, the day of the game. Uh, I don't know if you saw that yesterday. They put out a mm-hmm. statement that uh, because of their scheduling mishaps the last few weeks, they, the NFL allowed them to travel the day of the game, being that it's a short tri- short flight and a night game, they're able to do that. Um, but nonetheless, Steelers-Bills, 11-1 Steelers, 9-3 Buffalo Bills. Bills coming off an impressive win against uh, the 49ers on Monday night, and the Steelers obviously suffering their first loss on Monday to the Washington football team. Uh, really good matchup on paper. Um, Steelers are banged up, but who isn't at this time of year? Um, Joe Hayden will not play in this game due to his concussion suffered last week, as well as Robert Spillane, who was put on IR, which was kind of expected. Excuse me. Um, after he suffered a knee injury in last week's uh, loss to the Washington football team. Um, so expect to see Avery Williamson. As uh, Since we've last met, we've also had to uh, add um, – Vince Williams to the COVID list, uh, which is unfortunate. So Avery Williamson's the guy, along with Marcus Allen, sounds like he's going to play significant snaps again tonight. They added they, uh, elevated to, I mean, I might pronounce it, but to Gray Scales, I think his name is, off the practice squad. Um, and obviously UG3 is back from his injury um, with his back situation from earlier this season. So the Steelers are thin at inside linebacker. Obviously down, they get, Steve Nelson back, but lose Joe Hayden. So, again, down a, a top corner uh, on one side this evening. Um, but when you look at this game, really, Vince, I think it's a matter of can the Steelers' defense, who is a little, you know, a little banged up right now, keep up with Josh Allen, who I know you're a big fan of. I want to hear your thoughts on the Steelers' defense going up against that offense. Well, they're obviously depleted in because of the names that you just mentioned that are missing. It's going to be tough, you know – as far as the secondary goes, I think they'll be fine. You know, they do get back Stephen Nelson, you know, and so you'll have Nelson and Sutton on, as your outside corners. Obviously, Mike, uh, Mike Hilton playing in the nickel or, or slot position. And then you'll have uh, Lane playing as your fourth uh, or fourth cornerback, which you may have to do a lot because of your uh, depth issues at middle linebacker. You, know, you could see them playing a lot of heavy dime or, you know, in some variation of that uh, because of you know, Avery Williamson and UG3. I don't know how much they trust UG3 right now um, because of, you know, he's just coming off of injury. Uh, you know, but when I look at, you know, Buffalo, it's they're, – they're really they, – they can be dynamic. And, you know, Josh Allen has a very good arm and they have a very good slot wide receiver in Cole Beasley who's been, you know, utilized very well since coming from Dallas. Um, they have a burner in Stephon Diggs. You know, so it's going to be really hard to uh, – you know, kind of for the Steelers to manage all, all these things going at once. And if you remember last year, the Steelers lost the Bills 17-10 uh, to 10 in a very close game, and that was with pretty much all their defensive starters. So I, I think the Bills are going to be able to score quite a few times today. But I, I think the important thing, and the Steelers could certainly capitalize on this, is that just because of how well Josh Allen has played this year is that he certainly has quite a high percentage of turnover-worthy throws. Um, you know, even looking back at Monday night's game against San Francisco, you know, he had quite a few plays that were either tipped or dropped just because you know, I think one of the things is he throws the ball so hard. You know, he, he literally tries to throw the ball through people. Um, 
you know, so he has quite a, a, little, a little bit of velocity on the ball. So, you know, it's going to be the Steelers going to have to take advantage of when those plays do occur, and they're going to happen tonight um, to capitalize on that. I think Stephen Nelson had an interception last time the Steelers and the Bills played each other. Um, so that could definitely be um, happening today, or like a tip pass and, you know, possibly uh, Fitzpatrick getting a hold of that or whatever, um, you know, whoever catching the ball. And on the line, you know, it's going to be the Stephon to it's Cameron Hayward. Tyson Alawalu and, you know, T.J. Watt show. I think they're going to be able to get pressure. Um, it's going to be interesting to see. You know, T.J. Watt has to kind of ball out, you know, these last four games, really. Um, if I'm being honest, you know, he has to be that player that he's capable of being, which is the defensive player of the year, caliber type player. Like, he has to almost get a sack in every game. He has to possibly force a turnover. And, you know, Josh Allen is quite mobile, um, to say the least. But, you know, he's not a runner like Lamar Jackson is, but he's mobile and, he's you know, he's – He's athletic, you know, much like a young Ben Osborne was. And so he's going to have to get after Allen and make him uncomfortable. Um, so the way I see the Steelers kind of batting, I see, you know, sending a lot of blitzes to make sure the Bills can't run. Um, and then really getting trying to get after Josh Allen and forcing some of these turnovers. I think that's the, the defense's plan for this game. Yeah, when and they're even missing a guy like John Brown, another speedster. Um, yeah. So the Bills certainly have weapons, as you mentioned. Cole Beasley having a really, really solid season again. Josh Allen is definitely, like you said, a guy that has definitely improved year by year. Um, but he still has a few moments where you're kind of like, "What in the hell is he thinking?" Um, yes. Now the only concern is this, you can't really sit back and play a lot of man coverage, which is what the Steelers prefer to do. Um, if you play man coverage, you got defenders' eyes, you know. Uh, they're back to the quarterback, um, and Josh Allen's really capable, as you mentioned, of taking off and running. And he's a different style runner, as you mentioned. Um, so he's, his legs are going to be impactful. But the Steelers, I think, though, you know, you got to mix up. You know, you're going to have to take some chances. You're going to have to play some zone. You're going to play some man. You're going to have to take your chances, though, to um, get get after him. And I think, you know, when you look at the Steelers right now and where their defense is really, you know, hurting right now at the linebacker position. It doesn't. It's not gonna. It shouldn't play that big a role in this game, just because of the fact that the the Bills are not a great running the running team. Um, ter- I mean, yes, Allen's a threat certainly, but in terms of their entire, you know, Singletary's a solid, okay back. Um, Zach Moss, obviously a good player too, but you know they're not. You're not the Rave. They're not the Ravens by any means. They're not the um, uh, the Browns even, or even Tennessee like. Um, they yeah. want to get the ball. They want. They want to. They want to give the ball to Josh Allen. Have him make plays, and that's kind of their, you know, their philosophy. And you know, it'll be interesting to see how the Steelers are able to handle this passing attack and Josh Allen, who is really a playmaker um, for them. And you know, what kind of uh, pressure they can get on if they can create any turnovers. The Steelers are going to have to get. They didn't get one last week, which, as Mike Tom alluded to, that was kind of you know uh, one of the key contributors to why they you know lost the game. The Steelers are going to have to get a turnover or two tonight to have a chance to win this game. It's not like the Bills are unbeatable, but they're going to need to create some opportunities for themselves to uh, get a nice, um, you know, short field for Ben and the offense. Um, so we'll see how they're able to do that. But I think the Steelers defensively have really got to do a good job of playing their – reading their keys and not allowing um, Josh Allen to pick them apart and I think the Steelers defensively really have pressure on um, 
Josh Allen. They got to get in his face. They got to, you know, make him move his feet, yes. which I know he's comfortable doing. Make him move his feet. But as soon as that clock starts rushing, uh, you know, speeds up for him, he definitely, like you said, makes some bonehead plays. And the Steelers have got to fi- figure out a way to take advantage of that. And I'd like to see them um, run the ball offensively, which we'll get into in a second, <laughs> to keep their defense off the field. Um, but, yeah, this, 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 this Bills offense, this is probably arguably the toughest challenge the Steelers will have this year when it comes to the defense and having to go up against this kind of offense. I mean, you know, long-term, if they run into Kansas City, that's, again, that's an if. You'll wonder what that kind of challenge will pose. Obviously, we know what, we know what the talent they have. When you look at this Bills team, Allen couldn't be playing any better right now, and they're feeling good about themselves. So um, how do you feel about Avery Williamson? Um, I mean, this is kind of forced into a role that he wasn't expecting, but how do you feel about him getting the green dot and making all these calls and uh, in such a big game for the Steelers? Well, when he went in last week, I don't think there was a lot of miscommunication, which I think is – important you know I've we've talked about that a lot previous years especially where it's like you know certain players get out and all of a sudden they just lose what they're doing and they've had a week and it's also wasn't just sprung up on them obviously you know they got the news for Vince Williams on Thursday so hopefully that kind of solved the communication issues and recently they haven't had a lot of those you know communication breakdowns which has been fantastic so you know I'm more worried about him as the player you know just kind of doing what he needs to do and you know I just I really don't want to see him covering too many wide receivers like you, like short tight end routes, whatever. I just don't want to see him in a situation where he's matched up against Cole Beasley. I'm like that's a recipe for disaster. So you know, I'd, I'd rather just see him kind of stay stay in his spot. You know, maybe cover a, a tight end here and there, and then you know, just stopping the run or blitzing or something else like that. I think you'll see a lot of Marcus Allen. Um, I do too. I think I think I, I mean I, naturally, but also just because of you know, I think they prefer him to go when they go dime and stuff. So, you know, we'll have to see how they handle everything uh, that the Bills throw at them. But ultimately, um, you might see a guy like UG3, but to your point, how comfortable are they? It's been a few weeks since he's even played. What kind of shape is he in? Um, you know, what 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 are they comfortable with him doing? I mean, he was starting to play a little bit of the dime where Marcus Allen is playing now. But I think they're pretty comfortable with Marcus Allen there in that position. So now we got to take a look and see how they feel about UG3. Um, if he's at all involved in his game plan. Again, this, the, uh, the, the Bills spread you out. They, uh, they don't really do a lot of heavy personnel sets, like I said, base defense or even situations where it would be Vince and Avery in there a lot. I don't think you'll see a lot of that this tonight. I think you'll see a lot of uh, nickel and dime, as, as is per usual, no matter what the opponent is in 2020. But um, it's going to be interesting. You know, I'd like to have – I'd love to have – I would love to have Joe Hayden available, but – you know, you can only do what you can. But, again, I'm very comfortable with Cam Sutton um, uh, on the other side of Steve Nelson. But yes. this the problem is, like I said, they want to play man coverage, but I'm afraid if you play man coverage against this team, you're going to get beat um, unless you put a spy on them, which I don't think the Steelers necessarily like to put a spy, especially with no Devin Bush or a guy like that, athletic like that. Um, so I don't know what to do. I don't know what they're going to do. That's, I mean, thankfully, I'm not, I'm not paid to make those decisions. Um, but I, I think that the Steelers have got to figure out a way to get pressure and, again, make Josh Allen speed up his clock and his, and his internal clock um, in order turnovers. to get him to right, force a couple turnovers. And they're going to need more than one. They'll probably need two. 
I mean, that's just – I think that's just the way the Steelers, you know, especially right now, um, get some short fields, get some points on the board. I mean, the offense is struggling so bad right now to get into the end zone. Um, but if you're if you're ready, unless you want to touch on anything else in terms of the defense going against this Bills offense, I, I'd like to talk about the offense uh, no, I heading think, into this matchup. I think the Steelers' defense is about 20% of how this game turns out. So I know you said we texted uh, – you, you shared something with me um, – off, obviously offline, uh, you had went back and rewatched the opening game against the Giants, mm-hmm. and uh, just give me some of your takeaways from what you saw and what you see now. Okay, so against the Giants, and you know, prefacing this by saying you want your offense to evolve throughout the year, um, but you don't want it to like devolve, if that's a word. And so there were twenty five plays that I encountered in the Giants game where they used some type of motion, if that was just you know. Juju coming from, you know, outside the numbers to inside and then back out, you know, just something to kind of say, declare, you know, show what the defense is doing, yada, yada, yada. And they, they use a lot of pre stamp motion, you know, with James Washington, especially in that game. Um, the other thing I really noticed is that they, they might have thrown the ball five to seven times between zero and five yards in line scrimmage. Like this was a very, this is, you know, they were taking their shots, um, you know, and not, I'm not saying like, you know, plus 25 yards, I'm saying they were, you know, forcing the ball down the field at a pretty good rate. Um, and they and they really need to get back to that. I think Ben's attempts were like around 32 for that game. And, you know, they didn't look the sharpest on the offense, but it was his first week coming back. And, you know, so I didn't expect him, you know, to be firing on all cylinders. But he threw three touchdowns that, you know, game. He looked pretty good. Uh, the other thing I'll say is that Derek Watt did not play good that game. I don't know when Derek Watt has played a good game for the Steelers, and I really like Derek Watt coming into this year, and that's been disappointing for me. And that Deontay Johnson should not be getting half the balls. I'm over it. I'm over it. He had two drops in the Giants game, which I know it's so easy to drop. He's had like 25 drops. It's freaking ridiculous. He needs to sit down. I'm I'm over it. Knowing that today, he'll he'll have two touchdowns, of course. You know, but – and then he fumbled that punt. Like, Deontay Johnson's head is not where it needs to be right now. He just needs to hit the jugs or do whatever, see a catching guru. I don't know, but he is not – he's not He's not playing well right now. He hasn't played well, honestly, all year. But besides, he'll make that one catch a game that's just fantastic. I'm like, well, we got to get this guy in there. So, as they say, the roller coaster of Deontay Johnson continues. But, you know, they were able to run the ball. And Benny Snell, had, I think, had 110 yards that game. And, you know, a couple of those runs, he got bounced outside. They ran the, the power where they would pull the guard um, from the left to the right side typically, and they would run, you know, either between the guard and the tackle or to the outside of the tackle, you know. And the Giants' defense is pretty good. You know, they're, they're playing much better than they were uh, at the beginning of the year, I guess you could say. But, you know, it's, it's, it was just amazing to see how much motion they had. And they didn't, like, there were no jet sweeps. Like, I think – there might have been one play like that. They weren't like, you know, doing all these crazy finicky things. They were just using motion. Ben was seeing how the defense was being lined up, but then they were throwing the ball down the field. I think Ben was sacked twice in that game, which I will certainly take pretty much, you know, most of the time. I, I And, you know, I was having this conversation with somebody else, and, you know, they're like, well, why did they get away from this? And I think it goes back to that Tennessee game where they came out and they, you know, moved right down the field and they really possessed the ball for a long time and they really did it on back-to-back drives. I think they kind of, you know, since that game was a turning point where they've kind of gone more towards that instead of a, you know, motion and uh, 
uh, throwing the ball down the field. So, you know, I think the Steelers' offense definitely. I think you know, again, we talked about it. They don't need to be all of a sudden a crazy great running team, no. but they just need to run the better situationally better. Um, it cannot be. You know they can't. They have to be able to get a yard, as Mike Tomlin said. They have to be able to get a yard when they need it. Um, they need to be able to run it um, on the goal line. Um, all those attempts that they had inside the one yard line last week is ridiculous that they didn't get a touchdown. Um, and so I think that's where the Steelers need to focus on in terms of running the football. Um, I don't think it's a matter of like my, like I said earlier, Michael Barley pointed out, it's not about running the ball 30 times all of a sudden. I think it's just about them being situationally better. I think they have an opportunity tonight to do that. I'm not, I'm not, I know that they, the running game wasn't great even when Pouncey and, Ed, uh, and, uh, and Connor were, were there, but I think it has the opportunity to be a little bit better than it's been, um, certainly. And I don't think it's, it's far-fetched to think that they can't get some positive yards running the ball. I think, again, they need to help their defense. Their defense is playing a lot right now. Um, and I think the Steelers have got to do a better job of um, being a li- at, at least sh- showing a little bit more balance. It's one thing to just completely disregard the running game. It's another thing just to be, you know, all over the place and, and, and just throwing the ball 50 times. I mean, that's, that's, that's no recipe, especially with Ben. I know. I mean, the guys, the guys off an elbow surgery, we're going to, he's going to be done by the time the playoffs come around. I know. Um, I think the defense for the Bills, though, it's still a well-coached defense. It's not you, you can know, score. They aren't, they, no, certainly it's not as good as they were last year. Yeah, um, which is surprising. I mean, they do get takeaways. They do have good players in the secondary, but I do think you know they don't get a lot of pressure on the quarterback. And I mean, it doesn't matter if you get pressure on the quarterback. Ben's getting on the ball. Ben's getting the ball out of his hands so quickly. It doesn't matter. Um, and I don't know. I just think the Steelers definitely have a chance tonight to not only put some points up, but do it in a way that's going to appease the national media and the, the concerns with the running, uh, the running game. I think they'll have an opportunity to be balanced and, and, and not only throw the ball efficiently, um, but I think they'll be able to run the ball with some success. I think you'll see some of those more jet sweeps. And I, I don't know if you saw some of the quotes that sound like Randy Featner was blaming the, the lack of consistency in their practice schedule with why they've, you know, no they haven't been using as much of those anymore. Um, the uh, the motions and, and 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 jet sweep stuff, which I don't know, I don't know how much you buy that with the lack of practice time. I don't, I don't know. A motion, like if you're gonna do like a, a you know some jet sweep, I think that does take a lot to practice. But does it take a lot to say, hey, Juju, start on the left side and go to the right, so I can see who's you know if the middle linebackers play in zone or or if they're playing man. Well, it's certainly a timing thing too, right? I mean, you gotta you gotta. Um... Uh, get the timing down, and it sounds like Ben might not be a big fan of it, which I know that might piss you it off. It does piss me off. Um, it sounds like he's definitely not a fan of all the motions and stuff, which, is you know. Suck it up, old man. Yeah, go figure. Um, I knew I knew you would get a kick out of that one. God. Yeah. Um, but again, no, this defense for the Bills, right, I mean – I look at their I look at their safeties. Uh, Micah Hyde, Jordan Poyer, solid safety duo can do a lot of different things. Very multiple, uh, kind of like the Steelers can play can be interchangeable. Both can play deep in the post. Some can play. They both can play down the box. Um, and again, it's the fact that they can't get a lot of pressure on the quarterback um, that I think the Steelers, um, which I know is one of their is their certainly their strength of their of their offensive line. But I think again, try to be a little bit more balanced which I know I keep saying they don't need to run the ball 30 times, but I'd like to see Connor 
Rothschild at least fifteen, which I don't think that's I don't think that's I don't think that's a lot. Extremely doable. You know, it's funny. We had conversations at the beginning of the year about the whole bell cow comment, and we're not worried about James Conner helping him to run the dang ball now. We, you know, get the man right. some touches. Um, yeah, no, get him. He should, and he should be fresh. Pouncey should be fresh, right? It's not a matter of um, them being banged up, or you know, hopefully they're no long term effects from the old COVID. But you know, let's just hopefully that they can. Um, come out tonight and get and give the Steelers a little bit of a spark, especially Pouncey up front. You know, I know he hasn't he's he's not what he used to be in terms of his ability to pull and he's still athletic enough to pull, but he's not as great as he once was. But you get that veteran back there, you know, hopefully it helps David out because I still and like everyone's been saying, David DeCastro is certainly not healthy. Mm-hmm. Um and you know you know maybe we see us I don't know. I'll have to check. Sometimes Tomlin does give some good insight um on those morning uh articles with uh bob labriola i don't know if you read them on steelers.com or the day of the game it gives bob uh bob labriola gives a good interview and sometimes he he does give some insight i i I don't know if it's been more public or local media driven about maybe shuffling the offensive line maybe moving filer back out to right tackle putting dotson at left guard sitting chooks down i don't know um but maybe something like that happens maybe steal a bit more dotson tonight i I don't know but they need to do something yeah, I don't know. I, I I I think it's just a matter of they feel as though, and I think you, you can agree. I think we both like Dotson. I think he's going to be a good player for the Steelers for a long time. But I think a lot of people saw their couple of their success uh, successful running games earlier in the year. It was with Dotson. He was mowing people. Starting. Yeah. No, certainly. Um. um well, I don't know what you any thoughts on shuffling the offensive line. Yeah, I would be a fan of it. I I, I think that would have been kind of said earlier. I, I would be surprised if he left that in there. It was like, you know, hey, Matt Pilar is not starting at Dotson is. I would be very surprised. I don't think that's how Mike Tomlin kind of rolls. Um, but I, I think something needs done, you know, especially, you know, and, and I'll get to this here in a little bit. It was like, you know, if they don't start changing something, then it's like, okay, well, why are we doing the same thing expecting a different result? Right. I had said something to my, my dad on the phone. I said, you know, Tell me if I'm wrong. Here are the Steelers' first three plays, typically. There's going to be a run that's going to go about two yards, a deep shot that's incomplete, and then an incomplete third down pass. Like, can you t- t- tell me I'm wrong that that's like their first three plays every single game? No, I mean, I- I- I'd like to see them do a little bit more than uh, diverse, have a little bit more diverse uh, script, if you will. Yes. Um, but again, you know, It'll be interesting to see if the Steelers, you know, do the Steelers want to take the ball tonight and, and if they win the toss and, and go out and try to quit some points on the board? I would. Or are they going to want to put their defense on the field? I, I think they're going to come and I think they're going to approach like the Tennessee game and not necessarily the same offensive attack mode, but I think they want to limit and kind of control the clock as much as they can because I think they're, you know, they want to give their defense as many breaks as possible. I, uh, I definitely think this game is going to come down to, again, the Steelers have got to get a couple turnovers on defense. Uh, they got to help their defense out. Um, again, I, I, I'm not saying the Bills are unbeatable, but they're certainly playing a lot better than the Steelers are right oh, now. Doubt. So the, the Steelers are going to have to, you know, they're going to have to play one of their best games of the year, if not their best game. 
uh, to win this game. And, but I, I'm, I'm excited for this game. I told, I tweeted it after the loss on Monday. We will know everything we need to know about how good this team is or how deep this team can go with how they play tonight. Um, a lot, and I think Dejan even put a good point. I'll know for he said he'll know from the first um, huddle. You know, just you know, or first series or first snap. It's it, it's gonna you'll know early on. And like I think you said. You oh, I, I completely agree. I, I think I said, you know, I'm going to go with this. The, after the first three series, primarily on offense, I'm going to know everything I need to know about the last quarter of the season. If they are – because the last two weeks, as an example, and I know they've had limited practice and I know they played at very weird times on a Wednesday and a Monday, but they have to change a few things because the defenses are figuring them out. And if they change – even if, like, if they gain – you know, they start at the 20, they gain – 35 yards and then they have to punt it's fine if they're doing something that's different and they're pushing the ball down the field they're not just doing the same old same old then i'll be then i'll be happy but if they're doing the same thing then you might as well go grab beer it's gonna be a long three hours and it could get ugly prediction time give me your thought uh so i'm gonna say the bills win 28 to 27 uh i can kind of see it the steelers are up towards the end and then like they're up like 27 to 21 and then you know they let a touchdown in or something. And depending on how they play, I would, you know, hopefully I don't think I would be very upset with that. Um, but this game will be close. You know, I know the points have kind of swayed throughout the week, um, but it will definitely be around that two and a half point to three points thing. I think this will be a very close game. I agree with you wholeheartedly. I am actually going to pick uh, the Steelers. I want to say the home team, even though the, Steelers on home, but you know what I mean? The home team for the podcast. I'm going to go 31-28 Steelers. Um, I'm thinking the Wizard of Boz is going to hit a game winner uh, at the end of the game. I think, again, this is one of those games where in times where Mike Tomlin really comes up big, um, you know, I'm sure he's talking about – I'm sure he told the team all week, everyone thinks they stink. Everyone thinks that they're not as good as they, their record says they are. Um but I just think that this is the time where they really rise to the top. And I think Ben plays well. I think the entire team plays well. And it's just a good matchup. And I think, you know, even if the game is close or oh, – excuse me, I'm sure there will be times where you, you think the Steelers are just lack, lackadaisical. I just think you got to give credit to the Bills. I think this, this, this game is a really good barometer for the Steelers. Um, and I think they come out victorious 31-28 to 28, uh, on a last-second field goal by the Wizard of Boz. But – Obviously, I think this is definitely a coin flip. Yeah. Um, if the Steelers don't get any turnovers, and if they come out the same kind of stuff they've been doing offensively, which you hope that they haven't. If they want, if Randy Feetner's talking about the fact that they haven't had consistent practice schedules and couldn't, well, guess what? This is as normal as the weeks you've gotten in like a month. So I don't want to hear it um, after this game if, if the offense continues to sputter. There, yeah, there's no excuses. I mean, this is a, this is a Super Bowl caliber t- Super Bowl caliber team. They have the quarterback. They'll have the defensive pieces going forward, you know, besides Bud Dupree and um, Devin Bush. You know, so when it comes to playoff time, we'll have hopefully most of the cast characters in there. This this team has to continue to evolve. We've seen them evolve from a different offense from week one to week 13. Now, hopefully in week 14, we start to see some different iterations going forward. Uh, a quick thing to note, from five to, I think it was 20 yards, Ben has a pass rating of a 153.8. It's not 158.3, it's 153.8, um, particularly on the left side. Um, he's above the, the league in most other zones. He actually has a very bad passer rating behind the line of scrimmage, so go figure that. Um, 
But so I would expect them to work a lot of the left side of the field and meaning Ben's left side of the field. Um, that's particularly where he seems to get most of his targets and most of his production. So, um, yeah. And after those first three series, I think everybody's going to know, like by the end of the first quarter, early second, you know, the Steelers had a, have had one or two or three possessions. You're really going to know, um, are they doing something differently? Are they, you know, is there a jet sweep? Is there, you know, are they running in empty boxes? Uh, it's like, are they running out of four wide receiver sets? I should say, you know, what are they doing that's different that they haven't really tried in a couple of weeks? Um, and if there's anything in the playbook, you know, that they haven't really dusted off yet, I think now is the time to kind of start getting that stuff out for this final playoff push. I couldn't agree more. And a great point, but you definitely expect to see some kind of potential reverse jet sweep, something of some trickery, if you will, to kind of get a spark, especially in the running game. Um, if anything can help, um, do it. But, uh, Vince has the Bills, uh, 20, uh, 28 to 27. I have the Steelers, 31 to 28. It should be a great game, but we get to enjoy the games throughout the day, and we got to wait eight hours uh, for a kickoff in Orchard Park, New York, where it looks like it'll be about 30 degrees or so, um, which honestly could be a lot worse in Buffalo this time yeah, of year. But um, So, again, it should be a good one. But for Vince, this is Dimitri. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Good afternoon and welcome everybody into another edition of the Devoted Steelers Podcast. I am the D as in Dimitri George. Join alongside my co-host as always. He is the V, Vince Paparella. And Vince, let's jump right into it. 